This is Hot Bowl Justice. Yes, it is. And that's Jessica. And that's Jaime. Yes, it her is. Her real name's Jamie, but I love, I live to call her Jaime. And honestly, I'm here for it. So I'm not even gonna, like, uh, what's the word? Protest the name change. No. Mm-mm. We're here for um, it. You go first. This who's, isn't, okay, thank you. <laughs> I literally forgot. Um, okay, so mine's like super short. So as I said last episode, I'm doing like a series on indigenous, missing indigenous women. And um, I found this really great resource off of Reddit. And it's hmm. called justicefornativewomen.com. Oh, that's um, right. It's created by, her name's Mac, and she goes by at Sister Scythe um, on uh, Reddit. That's a dope-ass um, fucking username. I know. So thank you, uh, Sister Scythe, for your hard work, or Mac, whichever you prefer to be called. Um, so I'm going to cover Sheila St. Clair today. Um, it's very brief, and that's kind of like the point of this problem, is these ca- cases aren't really being covered. Um, no. There's a lot of indigenous women missing. Um, their solve rates are significantly lower than you know, a greater population, yes. Um, But I really just mean, like, most populations, I mean, I'm not going to say other minorities, but yeah, so I guess we're talking about, you know, like, the popular cases you see. But this is part of the problem. There's not that much information. Why is that? And that answer could depend on different jurisdictions. But at the root of it, I think, and I mentioned this last week, it's a systemic problem. So, yeah, it's a you know very uh commonly underreported population in a lot of ways shapes and forms um but especially and particularly when you know there's a missing or uh murdered person yeah um i think part of that too is because of the jurisdictional issues um right and part of that is because you know regular departments city departments sheriff's departments might not take them seriously yeah well so like, as you were saying last week most reservations kind of have their own policing and mm-hmm. or what have you and so a lot of times like uh local law enforcement's like state county whatever you whatever they are city um either don't get involved or um have a hard time Ooh. getting involved yeah well or if they By are choice asked or not. To be involved will probably be like oh we'll take a second kind of backseat to this because this is not us this we're just assisting or whatever but yeah and i think more um, often than not like instead of like local jurisdictions getting involved um like fbi tries to but mm-hmm. usually not a lot happens yeah so sheila st Clair um went missing um into 2015 so it's unclear exactly when she went missing but the last confirmed sighting of her was August 3rd, 2015. Um, NamUs, her profile in NamUs, lists August 20th, 2015 as her last confirmed sighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was last seen around the 100 block of West 3rd Street in Duluth, Minnesota. Um, her family stated it's unusual for her to go without contact for this long. Right. She did have some unspecified health issues. Um they do believe that she was going to the White Earth. Uh, I don't know how to say this word. 
and I kind of don't want to try it because I know I'm going to mess Can it up. Can you spell it? O-J-I-B-W-E, reservation. Ojibwe, maybe? Ojibwe? Um, sure. Reservation in Minnesota, but she never arrived. Um, she's also traveled to the Red Cliff Ojibwe Reservation in the past. So she doesn't own a vehicle. She could have been hitchhiking, which okay. our last episode title is Never Hitchhike. We're not Ever. victim blaming, but just don't put yourself in that danger. No. Um, the, du- the, du- Duluth- <laughs> the Duluth Police Department is offering a $1,000 reward for an arrest, uh, information leading to arrest or conviction. Um, her disappearance is is classified as suspicious by the police, but no updates or no arrests has, have been made. Um, an update as of 2016, it looks like the police confirmed she was at the Cascade Apartments in Duluth and they released a surveillance video. Um, Sheila is five foot tall, five inches, 125 pounds. She was 48 when she went missing and she might also go by Sheila Jackson. Um, in her Charlie profile, it says that, that she was 115 pounds, so don't know. She was last seen in knee-length black, a black dr- sleeveless dress and light-colored shoes. She uh, had a right crippled foot, so she could be limping or was limping when she went missing. Um, she maybe, has a... Um, go ahead. I was say, maybe, uh, I'm assuming, I, I could be very much wrong her health issue may be or related to gout um oh interesting Mm -hmm. um i mean that's just a thought yeah if yeah it could be um she had a tattoo of a right an eagle on her right arm her ears are are pierced um so she wasn't reported missing until september 10th so the police i will give them this are at a disadvantage because nobody seems to really know what happened to her or even like when she went missing um, so, yeah, it's been unsolved. They, they're also a little pissed because, um, news outlets chose to show her mugshot in her missing persons report. So, it, instead of the other photographs that were made available by her family. You know, <laughs> shit like this really fucking grinds my gears, because, like, yeah. When you see, like, I don't know, fucking Brock Turner in, like, a suit and tie on the TV for being a fucking rapist, yeah. and then you oh, and, and have a... rapist a, that only got six months in jail, but let's not even get started on Yeah, that. but only served three. Yep. Anyways, um, it's cool. Um, Good morning to everybody but you, Brock Turner. Yeah, and uh, and Ted Cruz. You can fuck off also. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Um, anyways. Uh, Should have stayed in Mexico, bro. Yeah. Get that tan going, dude. <laughs> Come back unrecognizable. Um. Anyways. What was I saying? Um, Fucking Zodiac killer ass. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, though. Like, really? You're gonna, like, who? Okay, first off. This automatically gives a perspective to people that she is less than. Yes, and that's what I was going to say. So, like, oftentimes when um, there is a, you know, missing person of color um, that depicted on the television, it's always, like, the worst photos of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you Yeah, know. it's just ridiculous. Like, especially because they did have other photos available. Right. Um, it's not like she was, like, someone that nobody knew who she was, you know, anything. Like, 
there were provided photos and again a choice was made to use this and truly like who cares what she did in the past people make mistakes or people struggle with you know i don't know like what her what why she was arrested but like people struggle and sometimes and also sometimes accidents happen right wrong place wrong time just whatever i mean who knows yes so i'm not gonna speculate but that was pretty shitty that's real fucking shitty. I, yeah. Um, so when I post her picture, it will not be her mugshot. It will be the very beautiful DMV photo she took, which I'm just saying that's not an easy thing to do. Oh, um, no. So that's all I have, um, you know, on this case. It's very sad. Um, not great. Yeah, She's absolutely. been missing for, you know, five and a half years at this point. Um, but yeah, I will link all my sources on that one. And, uh, again, thank you for justice for native people.com for your hard work. Hell yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by best fiends. We are kicking off our new year by playing our favorite five-star rated mobile puzzle game, best fiends. It can be hard work managing a podcast, doing research and planning content. Best Fiends is my favorite way to take a break and recharge. If you haven't heard about it yet, it's a super fun, mentally challenging, and stimulating puzzle game that's free to download and has over 100 million downloads. The best thing about Best Fiends is that it's a casual game, so you can pick it up and play it for a few minutes at a time, or longer if you're hooked like I am. They're constantly adding more levels and challenges to keep things fun and fresh. I'm currently beating Jessica in our Best Fiends competition, and I'm on level 803. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Um, so my case is um, also disappearance. Um, this is a Reddit find posted by 42Taylor0. Um, entitled Roger Day, a 14-year-old boy from Maine told his family he was gonna going to go to the local fair only to never be seen again. No. Yeah. Um, when was this? What year? 1973. Oh. Um, so for the Day family, October 3rd, 1973 began as a typical Wednesday morning at their home in Porter, Maine. 14-year-old Roger Day was seated at the table with his three other siblings eating breakfast together just as his mother left for work. Soon, the four children were supposed to be catching the bus to school together. As they were finishing up breakfast, his sister Leanne uh, recalls Roger announcing that he was ditching school and attending the Freiburg Fair that day. Any Mainer knows that the Freiburg Fair, um, it's a yearly tradition celebrating the end of summer as it turns to fall. It's your basic fair with all the greasy food, fun things to do, cool animals, etc. His siblings thought nothing of it and, he headed off, and, and they headed off to school. The fair was about 20 miles away and um, in a northern direction from his home. This was the last time Roger was ever seen or heard from again. His father reported him missing the next day as he never stopped believing that his son was alive. Um, as he, he went to the Freiburg Fair every year in search for Roger, hoping that he just ran off with the carnies and that he would come back. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, his mother stayed busy to distract herself. Um, his sister, however, firmly believes that her brother is no longer alive. Uh, she doesn't think that he ever made it to the fair after all, and is quoted as saying, it's like he's been body snatched. Really, there's no clues at all. So was he hitchhiking? 
Um, it's possible. It doesn't explicitly say in anything that I found. Um, and I, I mean, it's possible that he was planning on taking a bus. Like, I mean, he was 14, so, it, you know, in yeah, also the I mean, 80s. He's old, then he would have been totally old enough to travel that distance by himself. Yeah, like, and could have easily just hopped on a bus or, you know, hitchhiked or done what have you. Uh, I mean, it's also 20 miles on a bike wouldn't be unreasonable either. Yeah, um, no. Especially I mean, for a teenager. A bit, a bit, though. Yeah. Might have taken him, you know, a little while, but I don't think it would have been uh, unreasonable. No. Um, so um, his sister, amongst many others, described Roger as a kid who just loved life and had a strong personality. His stubborn, fiery side, especially coming out whenever he was assigned chores, it would always end with Roger walking away saying, well, I got you to do it for me, didn't I? <laughs> I like Which that. I, I, I appreciate that hustle. Yeah. Um, it's known with certainty that he is um, endangered, missing, and did not disappear under his own accord. There's no reason that he would have left behind his family, friends, and life that he loved so much. There were no leads for le for years until it was learned that, unbeknownst to the family, there had been a pedophile just living two or three houses away from them. And in 2013, a property on Route 25 was searched by police. This property was confirmed to belong to the neighbor who had the sexual assault allegations against him. However, only animal bones have been uh, known to be found there. Um, and the suspect remains unnamed to the public. That's uh, um, probably good. I mean, not to, like... Right. People getting... I mean, I'm not saying it's not justified to be angry, but also right. people, like, take that into their own hands, and that's, like, a very slippery slope. Yeah. Um, his sister says not that Not that I'm, like, not defending him at all, but just... No, and know. also, <laughs> um, I mean, there's also, like, a million different reasons that someone can end up on a list, and... You know, I'm Sometimes not saying... Sometimes it's not ad accurate either. Right. So, I'm just saying, like, don't... Benefit of the doubt, maybe, a little bit. Like, we don't know right. the circumstances. Yeah, and, you know, and hopefully people can be reformed. That's, all, yeah. that's another thing uh, I can say, too. Yeah. Hopefully. Don't know. Don't know, but hopefully. It'd be nice. Yeah. I, 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 nah. <laughs> not high hopes, but maybe. <laughs> all right, yeah. continue. Um, his sister says that she knows that God knows what happened and that she thinks that he may just be protecting them all from the details. Um, if Roger was alive today, he'd be in his 60s. Aww. Um, so there's so, no other clues? No. So here's a, a description, um, kind of, of him. Um. Okay. So, 14 at the time of his disappearance, um, he is white. He was 5'7 and 130 pounds when, uh, at the time he went missing. He was wearing a purple sweatshirt, denim jacket, jeans, and sneakers. He has brown eyes, and, brown hair, and hazel eyes. Um, the tip of one of his middle fingers had been crushed in an accident, so the top was flattened. So that's kind of a just like identifying characteristic. Yeah. Um, and then um, any tips on his disappearance, current location, or potential doe matches should be reported to the Maine State Police. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. That's devastating. Yeah. Fourteen. Like, it's you just like imagine. just I would say like it's just bonkers to think about like your kid just being like oh yeah I'm gonna ditch school and go to the fair like Ooh. I would you know right you normally do I guess you know well, you as normal as ditching like, school and going doing something let your kids like go explore and do things and like learn how to manage themselves but right. then like it's but hard. then shit happens like shit right. can happen I can just like just remember growing up and you know we lived in a small town and um we did have a lot of free reign that was reasonable right but there were a lot of things I wanted to go do that my mom would be like mm, 
Mm. Nah. And that's because she works, like, where she works at, and I'm not yeah. going to say, but, like, right. she has kind of a more, um, like, intimate knowledge of things and of, you know, things that can happen, and I'm sure that was very scary for her. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and like I said, like, you, you know, grew up in the 90s and 2000s, so that was a whole lot fucking yeah. different than, than right. the 80s. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Um, yeah. Well, that's very sad. We'll, um, include pictures, obviously, of him and his information. Yes. I know, um, our cases were kind of scant this week, so apologies. We, that was not the best coordination. It was uh, not, but we can dick off a little bit. Yeah, we can dick off. Um, my first bit of exciting news. If you like that, I hope so. Yeah, I have a bit of exciting news. We have a new dog. Yay! Well, kind of. So. Yeah, his name's Ronald. Um, I actually adopted him with my family when I was a senior in high school. Um, and when I moved out to college and then ended up, you know, moving in with Zach, we, uh, at the time, just couldn't take him. Um, yeah. And also, like, my family loves him and adores him. He's so um, cute. Oh, my God, he's the sweetest thing. But in the last, like, year and a half, my family, my parents and my grandma have acquired two Jack Russell puppies that are the spawns of Satan. <laughs> Um, I, I shouldn't say that. That's a little puppies, harsh. Puppies are, though. They can be. But and once they're bigger than your existing dogs, it's just... Right. And that's kind of the deal here. So these are Jack Russells. So if you're familiar with the breed, like, they're typically, like, you know, t- 12 to 15 pound dogs. You know what I mean? Like, they're pretty, you know, muscular little terriers, but mm-hmm. whatever. These dogs are... One is a year and a half and one is almost a year. Mm-hmm. They're both... 20 or 22 pounds of Oof. pretty pure muscle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're dense fucking muscular oh, dogs. Doggies. Doggies. And they were just, like, so mean to Ron. They would, like, beat him up. Like, they would, you know, like... Uh, but they were puppies. So, like, they were, like, not, like, trying to necessarily be it's mean. Not, yeah. Harlow does like, that, too. It's, yeah. Part of it's also, like, a socialization thing. And, like, they don't... They have to learn how to behave and unfortunately yeah. like if ron's not feeling it then he's doesn't want and they to have gotten in some scuffles because like yeah. again like you know he would get annoyed with the shit they were doing growl at them and then you know the fight would ensue so yeah, it's my parents, very stressful yeah a few weeks ago my parents were going out of town so they uh were going to leave all the dogs with my grandma and then they were like that might not be the best idea especially if they do get in a fight hey jamie zach you take ron for a weekend and i was yeah. like oh yeah for sure and then they were like, oh, this could be kind of a test run if you guys want to keep them. And we were like, hmm? <laughs> yeah. Um, because they were like, well, like, if his quality of life is going to be better without these puppies, um, we'd rather just, if you guys can take him, do take him. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a few weeks now, and he's still here. So. <laughs> and him and Charlie get along. We'll include yes, a picture of, of Ron. He's so yeah. cute. Yeah, they're this. They're just so cute, and they're doing really well together, and, um, you know, my family's already pretty much just said, like, yeah, he's yours now, and we told our landlord, so. That's exciting. Yeah, so that's really cool. Thank you. Speaking of dogs, um, Harlow had her tail surgery, um, so once this airs, this will be two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. um, since her surgery, but, so, um, they wrapped her tail, the wrapping fell off within three minutes. It was, like, gone. And so they were like, well, it's fine if it falls off. Just make sure she doesn't, like, you know, mess with it, whatever. Well, 
she got really happy and she went on a wagging tail spree and like at our house we have a narrow hallway where the front door is and she just like smacked the ever-loving shit out of her tail bled everywhere and when i say everywhere like it literally looked like a crime scene in my house yeah there's blood on the cabinets on the walls on the furniture it's astounding yeah just sent me a video and let's just say if (laughs) they move out and the new owners decide to loom in all their house like you might get the cops called on you i know right (laughs) so um i spent an hour like cleaning and i still have i'm about three-fourths of the way done um and we had to take her back to the vet and they actually had to wrap her wound with a thin layer of teflon people teflon like they and then wrap it um she went to my parents house because it's much more calm there no babies no other dogs you know whatever there she's doing well and resting but she did get her bandage off and they tried to rewrap it so i don't know but She's probably going to have to go back in for a checkup and, like, see how she's doing. It's just Poor so much freaking work. Um, she just gets too but, excited and too happy, and then that butt gets all happy, and then she I starts know. banging it. I mean, if any of you have pities, you know that, like, the pity mm-hmm. tail is something. Even the nurse at the vet was like, that's a tail. It's a weapon. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. unchecked, that thing is a fucking whip. Oh, that thing has hit me in the eye before, and I oh. thought I was going to die. Oh my god! Uh, uh. Yeah. It, it, I thought my eye exploded. Like that's how it felt. I literally cried. Um, oh, I can hear my baby crying. Oh no! Um, 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 oh, I actually have another piece of exciting news. But oh, yeah. it's it's coupled with a gripe and a grievance that I have. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, I think I mentioned a week or two ago that I got a new couch. Yeah, on the podcast. That was my like. Yes, you know, dick off. a new set. It was really, right. it's really cute. Um, so I got a couch and a recliner. I had mentioned that I bought the wrong chair last time. Oh, yeah. And that I had to reorder a new chair. So that's fine. I'll find a dandy. I ordered the couch from Target.com in the original mm-hmm. chair. Uh, the second chair ended up coming from Amazon, which is a moot point. But then after all this furniture arrives, um, I go to Target and I spend almost $150 on like pillows, blankets, accessories for said living room. It canceled out. Right, because I returned the chair and whatever. But here's my problem. So I am a possessor of a Target credit card. (gasps) So that's not my problem. I love my Target credit card. It's fine. You save money when you shop there. Like, you you know, basically get your tax back. Um, You know, you get free shipping online. Like, there's perks. Um, So I purchased my couch and you know my, the couch was not cheap it's you know piece of furniture <sighs> fucking like three days ago i get a letter in the mail from target like card services oh we forgot for the last couple of years to send you your anniversary coupons here's two 10 percent off a whole fucking purchase coupon for the inconvenience and i was like so you're telling me really? that i could have saved over a hundred dollars worth of my purchases yeah on your couch and the and then my like pillows and bullshit purchase so yeah like, collectively hot. i could have saved a couple hundred dollars hot yeah and you know of course the coupon is you know it's too late to try to get the money for it or whatever yeah so 
here I am. Gosh darn you, Target. Minus, like, almost, again, $200 that I could have saved. Listen, next shopping spree you don't have to feel bad about then. Facts. That's how that works. That's what I'm saying. So now they're just trying <laughs> to get me for more fucking money. And guess what? It's going to work. Yeah, well, of course. I don't even want to know how much money I've spent at Target. Me either. Like, I recently looked at, like, my lifetime red card savings, and I wish I hadn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't want... I don't it was an embarrassing to. number. <laughs> Listen. Like... Well, if you yeah. live in the Bay Area, the Walnut Creek Target is where it's at. Supreme. I mean, not just saying that because I'm a former employee, but... But, but really, it's, it's like, I will, I would travel there if it, if I could and shop there all the time. Well, yeah, like... So there's an, actually another Target store that's closer to me than that one, but I go out of my way to go to that one because I like it I better too. than the other one. My Target is so bare compared to that one. And, like, I thought, like, yours was, like, half decent. It is decent. It is yeah. decent. But, well, and, like, your TJ Maxx. Oh, my God, Lord G. Uh, I found so much stuff. Okay. And I when I tell that. you, that was, like, an off day for that TJ Maxx, too. Like, I was disappointed. It was good, though. Like, I was disappointed. Like, usually it's better. And, like, it, well, and it was that good when we'll it was We'll have that. to go again. Yeah. We'll have to go again. I don't have a TJ Maxx close to me, so. I have well, a Marshalls, to but it you. always is very disappointing. I never go there. No, Marshalls is, like, TJ Maxx's shitty cousin. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Audrey's TJ Maxx has cute stuff. You mean Marshalls? That's what I meant. <laughs> you know what? It's time for me to go eat, y'all. Yeah, go eat you a burrito, and I'm going to go um, take my dog for a W-A-L-K. Oh, yay. We have to, you know, my dogs can spell that. Watch, watch. Uh, let's see if Jax will react, you guys. I'm down. If you, this is a, um, go watch this on YouTube. Hey, Jax. Yes. What's a W-A-L-K? What's W-A-L-K? Oh, look at that happy butt. <laughs> um, Dingo knows how to spell it. That is Jack's too funny. Jax um, always wants. Oh my god, he comes me. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, thank you all for listening this week. Sorry, yes. it's shorty, but um, hopefully you enjoyed our dicking off section. Yes, and, and next week we'll have some juicier ones for you. And we'll have a screen recap on Wednesday of part uh, th- episode three and four of Night Stalker. Hell yeah! All right, good bye. Bye. <laughs>